This is the Pokedex Radio Podcast, where you can learn to be the very best like no one ever was. Now, every Pokemon trainer knows that the best place to learn everything about Pokemon is to check their Pokedex. Of course, this is where we talk about all things Pokemon from the video game to the anime and more. Learn how to be a Pokemon master at PokedexRadio.com. Hey trainers and welcome to another episode of the Pokedex Radio Podcast. Of course, you know, my name is Austin. I'm the host of this show. I do want to thank you very much for downloading today's episode. Uh, today we're actually going to be talking about uh, playing your Pokemon game in a uh, quote-unquote hard mode. A very challenging thing to do is by playing the Nuzlocke Challenge. And I know many of you already know what the Nuzlocke Challenge is, but I wanted to discuss it because I've never talked about it on this show before. Now, if you'd like to see the show notes for today's episode, you can go to pokedexradio.com slash 62, where I've uh, explained things I'm going to be talking about in today's episode in readable format. Um, if you'd like to contact me, you can always do so. Email me to feedback at pokedexradio.com. Now, I'd love to hear your opinions about the Nuzlocke Challenge, as well as some things I'm about to mention to you now. All right, so... Um, I've gotten a ton of feedback since last episode. I asked in the last episode, what do you guys think about forums? So ton of feedback in support for forums on the Pokedex radio website. So what did I do? I put forums on the Pokedex radio website. You guys can go ahead and check it out. You go to pokedexradio.com slash forums. That's F O R U M S. Um, so yeah, go ahead and check out the forums there. You can sign up on the sidebar. Um, you can register for the website and allow you to comment and stuff like that on the show notes for um, uh, for any episode or, or even the blog, as well as participate in the forums, which is really great. So you can go and sign up for the forums. Uh, there I have uh, added a few forums there. I mean, it's not the prettiest thing in the world. I used a plugin uh, for WordPress called BB Press, which is supposed to be a really powerful forum engine for a WordPress website. The only thing is you need uh, you need to know a little bit about like CSS and a little bit of web design. I'm not exactly the biggest. Uh, I'm not in. I haven't done. I haven't messed around with CSS since I was in high school. Like when did I graduate high school? Back in 2008. So 2006, 2007, 2008. I think I messed around with a little bit of web design and CSS. I haven't done anything since then. So it's been a long time. So uh, right now it looks just kind of plain and generic, just like the website does, but. It's something, it's something there for you guys to go ahead and communicate with each other instead of always just coming back and forth through, uh, just talking to me. Now you can talk to each other and let's create a small Pokedex radio community, which is one of the main reasons I wanted forums. And one of the reasons also a lot of you mentioned in your email to create a small community because yeah, you can go to any other Pokemon website and they have huge forums with hundreds and hundreds of people. I mean, think about it. Uh, with other podcasts, even uh, I think the, one of the more popular Pokemon podcast um, a few years ago, and um, yeah, I'll acknowledge that there are other Pokemon podcasts. Yes, I know some some podcasters tend to you know 
just completely shun out or shun away other Pokemon podcast or other podcasters in general um, that are podcasting within their topic. I don't care. There's other podcasts. They're doing what they want to do. I do what, what I want to do. So anyways, there are other Pokemon podcasts out there. I guess I will acknowledge that some that are more popular than mine, some that are less popular than mine, but so be it. We're, we're all just expressing our love of Pokemon in our, our one way or another. Anyways, um, so yeah, there were other Pokemon podcasts out there that have huge forums like WTPT, um, formerly known as the Pokemon Times, and they had to change their name uh, because of a, like a lawsuit or whatever, um, you know, and copyright infringement, actually, that's what it was, um, to uh, the Palette Tribune, which was a great podcast, don't get me wrong, but they didn't podcast as, as, as often as I should have, and I think that podcast is um, no longer around um, and also the Puckle podcast as well has their own forums. If you go to Cerebi, Cerebi is like the place to go for Pokemon forums. I'm sure Smogon has their own forums. I'm sure Poke Beach has their own forums as well. Um, who else? There's just tons of Pokemon forums. So those are all, you know, bigger forums. Oh, Puckle podcast, not, not so much. Maybe, a, you know, you know, 50 to 100 people there, but at least in their forums. But here it's just a small group so far. I don't, I don't exactly remember how many people have signed up over the weekend. Uh, I can check that right now, actually. Users. Every time I'm doing this show, my internet is always extremely slow for some reason. Right now, there are about 25 people who've signed up for the forums here. Um, I, think, I think one or two of you guys might have um, signed up twice for the forums, but that's okay. Uh, occasionally over here, I'll, I see an email of one person here that is here twice. Yeah, or at least a similar email, but you can tell it's the same person. Anyways, um, so this is really cool, I think. So those of you who want to interact with other trainers, some of you have even emailed me saying, hey, I don't know anybody who plays the Pokemon game, maybe one or two other people and you, meaning me. You know, I know, you know, my neighbor, uh, my friend from, you know, elementary school from years and years ago and you as the podcaster. I only know that you you three people. So it would be great to communicate with other Pokemon players and the Pokedex radio podcast is a great way to go ahead and do so because under the forums, under the Pokemon game center forum, there is a topic called friend code master list. And you can just simply go post your friend code as a reply to uh, the original post, obviously, which is mine. Um, and I'll go ahead and I'll update the original post with the friend codes of everybody. You can just go in and simply add everybody to your DS and hopefully that person will go ahead and do the same thing, add every add add you and everybody else. And now we can just create a, a an entire community of we're just sharing friend codes, talking about Pokemon, trading, battling with each other. A lot of awesome things um just on the Pokedex Radio website. Well, I've had forums twice before uh in the past. Once earlier this year, actually, back I want to say in April, uh when I first actually created the pokedexradio.com site and those forums didn't really take off the podcast had just started to come back not that many people were listening as, as far as i can tell you know we weren't getting that many uh unique downloads uh every month i think it was only about 700 to 1200 uh for the first two or three months it wasn't that's really not that many honestly like any podcast can get you know a couple thousand downloads within their first few months and we already had forums even years ago when uh, we were running off of, um, I want to say Blogspot, uh, yeah, Blogspot, I think we had forums back then, 
and a good friend of mine, um, Lex gear on the forums. He actually helped me create that, but it was such a long time ago. There were a few people, but forums weren't really the thing for Pokedex radio at the time. I think they are the thing for it now because there's a lot more listeners, uh, especially with the, uh, the release of Pokemon X and Y. Lots of people were looking for X and Y information and they found the podcast. So thank you guys for sticking around who have uh, found the podcast recently. And also those of you who've been stick, who've stuck around for a, a long time, like Lex, Craig from the Facebook who helps me moderate the Facebook, those guys. And I know many more of you, um, have stuck around for four, almost five years now listening to the podcast and, and being supportive of the Pokedex radio podcast. And I want to thank you guys for that. And also again, go ahead and sign up for the forums. You guys can talk to each other there. It's going to be, it's going to be a good time over there. I hope so. So go ahead and check those out again, pokedexradio.com slash forums. But now let's get into our main topic right after this. Now, if you're looking to shop on Amazon for video games and Pokemon merchandise, and now instead of going straight through Amazon, you can visit my Amazon store at pokedexradio.com slash store. Now, here I've compiled many different games and consoles, Pokemon games and different Nintendo consoles, and I'm always adding more. Now, using my store will help support the podcast and won't cost you anything more than what you would normally pay on Amazon. So it's pretty cool. Now, you use Amazon to buy things all the time anyways, right? So what you can do, if you don't see anything you're interested in on my pokedexradio.com store, slash store, you guys can go to pokedexradio.com slash Amazon and just shop on Amazon directly. And anything you buy using my link, pokedexradio.com slash Amazon, whatever you buy, it'll still help support the podcast, and which is really great. If you don't want to buy anything specifically Pokemon related from the store at pokedexradio.com slash store, you go to pokedexradio.com slash Amazon and buy whatever you want there. Now, it would be really cool for you to go ahead and visit the store as well. I have the Pokemon movies, which I'm going to be reviewing soon, hopefully. I've got Pokemon video games, uh, Nintendo consoles, everything. So again, check that out at pokedexradio.com slash store or slash Amazon to support the show. All right, so now we're getting to our main topic of the Nuzlocke challenge. Now, what the Nuzlocke challenge is, is simply, where is my page? I lost my page. All right, so what the Nuzlocke challenge is, is, uh, I lost my page, I'm sorry, is a uh, kind of a, a thing you can do to increase the difficulty of playing any Pokemon game. Now, you can do the Nuzlocke challenge with any game you want. Um, there's my page. All right, so with any Pokemon game you want, and what it was originally, it was created by um, uh, a UC Santa Cruz student back in 2010. So it's not that old of a concept because he was uh, bored and quote unquote, uh, the games were bored of the quote unquote repetitive and unchallenging playthroughs of uh, his old Pokemon games. And he felt bored with the games. So I'm sure a lot of us, okay, every Pokemon game is relatively the same thing. You start in a small town, you are given a Pokemon, you're given a Pokedex and a handful of Pokeballs, and you go out and you're told, hey, capture as many Pokemon as you want um, and fill up the Pokedex. Now I know X and Y kind of pushed away from that idea of filling up the Pokedex completely, but still, that is still a concept in the Pokemon games regardless. Um, and you go, you go through each one of the eight gyms. You go to the Indigo Plateau during that little bit of an adventure there. You also have to fight against these bad guys. I mean, it's the same game every time. 
pretty much. So what this person did, and I unfortunately I couldn't find his like a real name, but what this person did was he created this challenge for himself to go through the games at a much more difficult pace. Now, I don't want to say pace, but a much more uh, using these specific rules and what these rules are. Um, there's only really two original rules that were created um, back in the time of the original Nuzlocke challenge. So what these rules are is the first one is you much, you must catch the first Pokemon encountered in an area and nothing else. Uh, now, if the wild Pokemon flees or faints, you have no chances of you no more chances in that area of catching uh, a wild Pokemon. Now, if your first encounter, like with um, the black and white and black and white two games, if your first encounter is a double battle, like in the dark grass areas, uh, you can choose which Pokemon you would like to capture. So you have a choice there. Uh, the second rule is any Pokemon that faints is considered deceased and must be released. Um, the next time you go to a Pokemon Center, you cannot use it again. Now, these just just if you think about these rules, this will make the game extremely difficult, really, and much more challenging because Okay, if your Pokemon faints, which happens often, especially at the beginning of the games, uh, when you're trying to level up your Pokemon, things like that, if your Pokemon faints, that's it. That Pokemon is done. You can never use it again. You have to put it in the PC and release it. Um, And you must catch the first Pokemon encountered in an area and nothing else. So coming out of, you know, the the small town that you're in, getting into Route 1 or now Route 2 in uh, X and Y, Route 1 is just like a little small path. I thought that was kind of silly, but, you know, getting into Route 1, you immediately find a Pokemon maybe that you don't didn't want to find. You know, let's say you were looking for, in Pokemon X and Y, what's at the beginning? Uh, there's Pidgey, there's um, uh, that new little bug thing, um, Spupa, something like that. Um, you know, maybe you don't want the, the bug-type Pokemon, you want the flying-type Pokemon, so eventually you can have a flyer or whatever, you have to get one over the other because that's the first Pokemon you get. And this is really a very interesting challenge because there have been many people who are saying, at least online, as far as I can read here, that um, you tend to care more about the Pokemon that are going around with you because if you if that Pokemon faints, that's it, you're done. So let's say you're, you have your starter, and that usually a starter is one of your stronger Pokemon in the game. If your starter faints, you're done. Like, that's it. You have to go and you have to release your starter Pokemon. And so those Pokemon are with you through thick and thin, you know, hopefully more thick than thin and hopefully, you know, more good times than bad times. So you get to appreciate the Pokemon that you're using. And it also allows you to uh, use Pokemon that you would not normally use. Like, let's say, for example, normally I don't use the bug type Pokemon at the beginning of the game. If I encounter that, usually I I grab the flyer as soon as possible. Like I like the flyer from X and Y, the um, flyer, the uh, what's the Pokemon's name? The, the basic evolution of talent flame. I, I can never think of it. I usually just call it the, uh, the firebird Pokemon, even though I guess the firebird Pokemon is technically, uh, Moltres, but whatever. Um, that little firebird thing. So I would, I, I wanted that because not only one is it a fire type, I like fire type Pokemon, but two, it's a flyer. So eventually I could use it to fly somewhere. I did that with Pidgey back in a red, blue and yellow and fire and leaf green. I did that with, um, I think I did the same thing with Pidgey also in, um, gold silver crystal heart gold soul silver uh unless i used hoot hoot i used hoot hoot a couple times through i believe because it can learn fly uh you know and then i did the same thing for Talo in uh ruby and sapphire and emerald for um x uh, for a uh, diamond pearl and platinum i used uh the one 
the one that can use like that fighting move towards the end of its uh learning moves set pool thing i can't remember all these pokemon names there's over like 700 pokemon now or 600 pokemon now it's insane um can't remember everything but generally i grabbed whatever flying pokemon was at the beginning if you don't need it then you're not going to use it so which is really interesting here because you know like i said you get to use pokemon that you're not really normally used to using if you encounter you know a magikarp tough luck you're going to have a hard time raising that magikarp into a gyarados at the beginning you know unless you catch it like at around level 15 or 20 which is nice so i mean it's it's a really cool thing to do i uh, he notably started with a ruby version because he like i said he was bored uh, there are many other rules that you can use that are they are what's what I guess considered unofficial rules or just optional rules such as you know um going to the options screen and making the battle style style to set you know um disallowing you from switching out pokemon in the middle of a battle um let's say uh, let's see here what's uh banning the use of held items banning the use of master balls uh, limiting the number of pokeballs to purchase per pokemart that you visit so that's that's an interesting thing to go ahead and you know change the rules of the game for yourself you know if you if you black out or if you white out that's it you're done or you can set um like for rules for yourself you know you can set the gyms to uh checkpoints so once you if you accidentally white out or whatever you just return to the last gym you were at kind of kind of an idea like that it's it's a really creative thing to do especially for for a lot of us who've you know grown jaded in a way of the pokemon games now pokemon x and y are very very fun i still haven't even finished mine yet but they're extremely fun games and once you play through it you know two three four times i mean thinking about it i played through pokemon red and blue countless times more than i can even remember you know, deleted, you know, save files that I, I just didn't even think about it. You know, when I was younger, I didn't, I didn't, not that I didn't care. I just didn't think about it. You know, Oh, let me save this Pokemon. Let me trade it over to another game. But it, it's a, it's a really creative thing to do to challenge yourself while playing through a Pokemon game and essentially making the game a little bit different for you compared to somebody else who's just playing through it as a normal trainer. So this is a really fun thing to do. I would love to hear your opinions about the Nuzlocke challenge. If you've done it yourself, I know there are many other types of challenges that you can do with the Pokemon games. Um, some that I've heard of, you know, going through the entire game uh, with, uh, at least this was back uh, in uh, red and blue and yellow, going through the entire game with a Caterpie and never evolving it, um, which is insane. You know, like what is it going to learn? Tackle and string shot. And that's it you know and then just carrying around tons of revives with you and like not catching anything else unless you need to and there's also some like op- uh, optional rules for uh, the nuzlocke challenge as well like of course you're gonna need like a surfing uh, pokemon that can uh, that can learn surf fly cut strength any of the hms so there are optional rules for that saying that you know if you don't have a water type pokemon if you need something that can that that can learn surf you can find something that can learn surf teach it but don't use it in battle just use it only for its hm capabilities and uh and that's it you know and then once you're done using for it for its hm capabilities either box it so you can use it later or if you catch another pokemon that can learn surf cut strength whatever fly um then use that pokemon instead if that's you know your first encounter of an area of pokemon so i would love to go ahead and try doing a nuzlocke challenge myself but that is extremely hard i might maybe might do that through my x game um depending on how i feel as i'm playing through it i still haven't even finished y yet uh, i'm sorry 
playing through my Y game. I still haven't finished X yet. Which one am I playing? I'm playing Y, the bluer one. Yeah. So yeah, that is the main topic today of the Nuzlocke challenge. Those of you who have done it before, I would love to hear your opinions of how it went for you. Uh, what you can do instead of directly emailing me, we can actually go ahead and start a, um, a topic under the forum area of, let's see what, what did I call it? Um, if my way so will load. Okay. If you go to the top, if you go to the forum of just Pokedex radio podcast there, or you go to pokedexradio.com slash forums, one of them is Pokedex Radio Podcast. Uh, we already have one here um, started by uh, RLM2112. Uh, I guess Ryan, that was his name that he said on the uh, Friend of Code Exchange uh, page. Uh, he started one about the last episode, um, about the Friend Safari Zone and uh, Three Legendary Pokemon Leaked, about episode 61. He started a topic there about that. We can start a topic here about the Nuzlocke Challenge. I would like to see you know, your opinions about it. If you've done it before, you know, what do you recommend doing to help make it less challenging? If you want to put it that way, or if you fail at doing it, because if you white out and you don't do the, the gym checkpoint thing, you know, that's it. You have to restart your game then. I mean, it's, it's really cool, really fun. I would like to do it maybe in an older game. If I go ahead and restart, you know, a diamond pearl or platinum game. Uh, but you never know. And I want, so I really wanted to just talk about that just to, to see you guys' opinions about it and to discuss the Nuzlocke challenge because oddly enough, some people don't know about it yet. So I just wanted to get that out there. Let me hear your opinions. You can either email me at po- uh, feedback at pokedexradio.com. You can start a new topic on the forums at pokedexradio.com slash forums under the Pokedex Radio podcast uh, forum area. Or you can comment on the show notes at pokedexradio.com slash 62 for this episode. So I'd like to hear what you uh, what your opinions are again. Um, the Nuzlocke Challenge seems to be really interesting and fun, but I want to hear what you have to say about it. So now let's uh, get into the Pokemon of the episode. Who's that Pokemon? The Pokemon of the episode today is uh, Pokemon number 275, Shiftry. Now the reason I chose Shiftry was because um, when I very first heard of the Nuzlocke Challenge a couple of years ago, I was like, that's Nuzleaf, right? And I was like, no, 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 wait a minute. It's a mixture of the of the words Nuzle- of the name Nuzleaf and of John Locke from the TV show Lost. I've never watched the TV show Lost, but apparently it has to do with that dude. Um, so Nuz like Nuzleaf and Locke, like John Locke. I don't know what either of them have to do with each other. I didn't really understand that when I was researching the Nuzlocke challenge today, but that apparently is a mixture of the two of them. So that's why I chose Shiftry as the Pokemon of the episode today. So now Shiftry again is Pokemon number 275. It is considered the wicked Pokemon. Um, it's classified as the wicked Pokemon. It is a grass and dark type. Um, it is, is about four foot three tall, so it's kind of a short little dude. Um, it weighs 131.4 pounds, so that's 1.3 meters or 5.5 uh, and of uh, uh, 59.6 kilograms. For those of you who don't use the weird American standard system, which I, I wish we would have, I wish they would have just taught us metric originally because that's more accurate. I feel uh, I think it is more accurate. Anyways, regardless, um, Shiftry has the abilities chlorophyll or early bird. Or even the hidden ability pickpocket. Now, uh, C dot, it's a base form. Uh, Nuzleaf and Shift Tree all have the exact same abilities, so they will not ever change into anything else. So, what Chlorophyll does 
when it's sunny, the Pokemon's speed doubles. However, speed will not double when um, on the turn the weather becomes clear skies. Early bird, the second ability that it can have, sleep conditions last for half as long, rounding down. Uh, so, for example, if half of three is 1.5, your Pokemon will only be asleep for one turn rather than oddly 1.5 because that doesn't make any sense. Um, and when the number of sleep uh, turns to uh, sleep turns is one, so from two and halves to one, um, it is rounded down to zero. So your Pokemon will wake up immediately. So having the early bird ability is very good. So is chlorophyll. Chlorophyll is a very good ability as well. Uh, it's hidden ability of pickpocket uh, when a Pokemon makes physical contact with the Pokemon. So when your shift tree makes physical contact with an opponent or when your opponent makes physical contact with you, the item of your opponent, your opponent's item is stolen. Very cool ability, kind of similar to the thief uh, attack. Um, I'm sorry, the thief is ability or I think it's an attack. Yeah, the thief attack. There you go. So, yeah. Uh, very cool abilities. So originally it can evolve, uh, it evolves from CDOT and you cannot find CDOT at all in um, X and Y. Uh, at level 14, CDOT evolves into Nuzleaf when you can find Nuzleaf in the friend Safari. So those of you who've decided to go ahead and put your friend code up on the friend, uh, on the friend code uh, master list on, on the Pokedex radio website. Uh, so far, I only know the uh, types of a few people uh, because uh, either you know it and you've added it there and you and you know your Pokemon and you've added them there as well. Um, let me go ahead and check that out over here. I don't think anybody yet has uh, stated that they, are, they have a grass type, uh, what's it called? A grass type friend safari yet. So yeah, mine is Psychic. Um, Mongolian Misfit or John is uh, has Dark. Um, Gip, I don't know how to pronounce that. I'm sorry, dude. Uh, his is Ice and Dark Shifter is Fighting. So, so far... Anyway, so yeah, so far nobody I see here is grass types. Just add everybody you can and hopefully somebody will be a grass type and have um, Nuzleaf because you cannot find Nuzleaf anywhere else or Shift Tree. You can't find Shift Tree either in X and Y. Hopefully somebody will have Nuzleaf in their friend Safari because that's the only place you could find it. So again, CDOT evolves at level 14 to Nuzleaf and then Nuzleaf evolves to Shift Tree when you expose it to a Leaf Stone. That's the only way it can evolve is through a Leaf Stone. So let's go to Shift Tree's uh, base stats. His base stat of HP is 90, attack is 100, defense is 60, special attack 90, special defense 60, and speed 80. It's not exactly going to be, you know, top tier type of fast Pokemon when you, when you get into like, competitive battling. Um, usually anything like around or over 90 is really what's good. Um, which what's some of the best ones there, but it is pretty fast at 80. It's attack and a special attack or kind of neck and neck at a hundred and then 90. Um, you know, so depending on what you're really looking for, you're going to want to go either attack or special attack. Looking at its move pool here, it has a, has a, hang on, where's its move pool? Let me go to C dot and uh, not C dot, but, um, Nuzleaf looking at Nuzleaf's move pool. You got a, mostly what I see here is physical attacks. You got razor leaf pound, uh, fake out faint attack and then we got razor wind and extra sensory as special attacks here so but you, it does learn a lot of other physical attacks through tms and uh and the like so mostly physical from what i'm seeing here so i guess you would want to have it as an attacker instead or even just a different pokemon to use when you're playing competitively because you know smogon Let's talk about Smogon for a second. They have a lot of different things where like these are underused. These are, you know, 
um, or what is it? Overused. They have OU, they have UU, which is underused and they have like all these different tiers of Pokemon that some are considered good. Some are just considered bad just based off of if, you know, how often they're seen, uh, on the online competitive battling scene, uh, or even in just regular competitive battling, like at tournaments and stuff like that. So anyways, yeah, that is the Pokemon of the episode today. Pokemon number 275 shift tree. So that is just about it for the Pokedex radio podcast today. Kind of a short episode today. It's only half an hour so far, just about, let's see what we can talk about. Sorry for popping into the microphone like that, but uh, let's see what we can talk about here. Just really quickly. Uh, any, anything, any other updates? So yeah, again, there's the forums there. If you want to read the blog as well, uh, that I occasionally I'll write some stuff here on the blog at the Pokedex radio.com. Um, you guys can go ahead and check that out there. Uh, I've written four blogs over like the past four months. So I don't really blog as often as I should. Uh, again, if you guys can want to check out the forums, you can, if you'd like to as well, I would really appreciate it. If you did, there is a survey for uh, the Pokedex radio podcast. And it's not anything about Pokemon itself, but it's actually more about, I want to see what type of people listen to the podcast. If you can go ahead and check that out, you go to pokedexradio.com in any one of the uh, pages there, there'll be um, a box on the sidebar on the right hand side. It says, take our survey. You click on the survey and it's just a simple little thing of, you know, what's your, it's 11 questions of what's your age kind of weird stuff like what's your household income, things like that. It's just to help me out to see if I can try to get some sort of sponsorship for the show so that I can help pay to do the show through sponsors, um, which would be very, very cool. It'll definitely help out with my media hosting and web hosting. And it also helped me pay for some of the equipment that I've bought here. And I know I mention that almost every time that this stuff is expensive, but it really is like, I would really love some help uh, with um, figuring that out. And uh, one thing I did want to mention, I got an email, uh, I think it was um, earlier today or if not yesterday, about the whole friend code exchange thing. Uh, let's see if I can find the person's email. Was it from Karen? Or I'm sorry if I mispronounced that. Um, so he says, um, hi, I'm Karen. I just wanted to say love the podcast. And I said, no, it's K-E-R-O-N. I believe he's also on the uh, the forums already too. I uh, love the podcast. Keep it up. I love the pure heartedness of your podcast. It feels like I'm uh, like I'm having a one on one with um, with you discussing Pokemon. I also wanted to add you um, uh, to add you should start a Pokedex Radio League where you have eight gym leaders, an elite four, and you as the champion. I um, hope you get to read this. I um, hope you get to read this again. Keep it up. Good work, and can't wait for the next episode. Um, so can I possibly get your friend code currently? I'm in, I'm looking to be more social in Pokemon X. Also, if, if you do start a league, I would love to be a gym leader. LOL. Thanks again. So thank you, uh, Karen. And I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. I don't know if it's Karan or just Karen. Um, but anyways, thank you for your email. And um, yeah, that's actually a really good idea. Maybe we can go ahead and start something in the, uh, the battlegrounds area of the Pokedex radio forums. Uh, starting up, I mean, right now there's only a few people in the, in the, uh, in the forums at the moment, but once we get up to like, you know, 50, maybe a hundred people in the forums, let's see how, how let's feel it out. The forums are barely a week old right now. So that would be a great idea to start a Pokemon. I mean, a Pokedex radio, uh, Pokemon league, which would be very, very cool. I know other, uh, other, you know, Pokemon blogs and other Pokemon podcasts have them as well. Like I know team knockout, they're, they're a huge team of, just Pokemon fans, they they play 
and we're friends with them. We have a link for the, for their website on the sidebar of the show notes. Um, it says blog roll. The very first site there is team knockout blog and they're, they're, you know, good friends of this show as well. Um, I'm actually, I've talked about them before with their all region challenge in uh, past episodes. And uh, I think they also have a link for us on their website too. So we're friends, right? They, they also uh, do stuff like this occasionally. I, I want to say, uh, I know the puckle podcast does some, something, something similar to this. Um, now I try to keep up with as many, um, you know, Pokemon podcasters and blogs as I can, but it'll be really cool to see something like this. Those of you who would like to try to start something like this, I know people have, um, wanted to start some sort of battle league with, uh, with the listeners of the Pokedex radio. So those of you who are interested in starting something like this, and I'll have a hard time moderating it just because of my work schedule. Um, I work until like four in the morning. (laughs) So, um, I'm up doing this show right before I go to work. Thankfully today's Wednesday and I don't work today, but uh, those of you who want to try to get that something like that started and you, you guys are all over the world. So however, that's going to work out with different time zones and things like that. You know, I would hate for somebody to, you know, wake up at, you know, six in the morning just to play, just to play Pokemon. I know Pokemon's fun and all, but you know, I don't want you guys to feel like you're like obligated to get up and battle somebody, you know, in Chicago and you're like in England or whatever. So that would be really awkward and weird. But that'd be a really cool thing to try to start uh, a Pokemon battle league, you know, eight different gyms, you know, battle through each person, get to the elite four and then get to a champion. Now, thanks. Thanks for the idea of putting me as a champion, but in no way, absolutely in no way would I be considered a champion when it comes to competitive battling like that. But it would be cool, you know, as far as, you know, let's have fun and do it. It'll be cool. I do have some EV trained Pokemon uh, that I could use potentially. Uh, right now, I'm actually trying to fix my Charizard in my Pokemon um, X uh, Y game. Is it X or Y? What am I using? I don't even know. Um, but in my Pokemon game at the current moment, I'm actually trying to re EV train my Charizard because I actually found a clear uh, punching bag thing or, um, or a reset, I think it's called. So I'm going to reset its stats completely and EV train it to be an attacker instead of a special attacker because when you use the Charizard um, Charizardite X... Whichever one turns it into the black Charizard, I can't remember right now for some reason. Whichever one turns it into the black Charizard, uh, the the dragon fire one, it turned its attack. Extre- it just goes off the charts like insane. Like I, I saw it and I was like, okay, I EV trained him for special attack. I did not EV train him for attack, so his special attack should be the higher one. But when I mega evolve him, his attack, his physical attack, is just like thirty points higher. So I was like, this is dumb. I'm just going to re EV train him completely. Like it's IVs. I don't care about too much, mostly because that's the charge that I got from, you know, professor uh, Sycamore. So I'm not, I'm not too concerned with that, but I would like to just re EV train him completely for attack because using that mega stone, his attack is off the charts and he's not even that high of a level at, at the current moment. I think all my Pokemon are, are roughly mid forties, mid to late forties right now. So, we need to talk about EV training in another episode too. Cause yeah, we have it in episode eight, I think was EV training. Episode nine was IV breeding, but now the mechanics of that, the ease of EV breeding, uh, EV training has changed completely with X and Y. So we'll try to talk about that in a future episode. Uh, let's see something I wanted, uh, nothing, something else I wanted to talk about. Hmm. Uh, the Pokemon X and Y super music collection, uh, is on iTunes. I'll write a blog about that over the, over this next weekend. Um, 
about that because I know that is a big thing. I didn't want to talk about it on the show today just because I wanted some content to write for a blog and I'll do that later on. But this is very cool. Um, seeing the Pokemon music. And I know a friend of mine, uh, Illis, uh, Illis dark is um, a friend of mine on Twitter. I actually helped him out with, uh, um, raising awareness for cancer treatment and, you know, doing a little fundraiser a few months ago, uh, which was a lot of fun. Um, that was really cool doing at his website over at, uh, I think it's radio nintendo.com. Yes. At, uh, radio nintendo.com. And he hosts uh, a show there. I can't remember the name of his show off the top of my head right now, but let's mute my computer or just turn off this website. So the music doesn't start playing. So, uh, he hosts a show over at radio nintendo.com and it's really cool. It's mostly just Pokemon music and uh, not Pokemon, but uh, Nintendo and uh, video game music, which is really cool if you want to listen to something like that. So I know he would be excited about that new Pokemon X and Y, um, music, super music collection, which has music from not only Pokemon X and Y, but, uh, sooner or uh, soon they're going to be in, in 2014, they're going to be releasing music about Pokemon, um, Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire. Let's see what else they were going to be releasing. Ruby and Sapphire music, uh, Fire Red and Leaf Green music, Diamond and Pearl music, Heart, Heart Gold and Soul Silver, um, Black and White and Black and White 2 uh, soundtracks, um, music from the video game pretty much. And that's that's very, very cool. I've always loved music from the video games and even like the movie soundtracks and stuff like that. I've always loved those. Um, but anyways... So that is pretty much it for the show. And by the way, the X and Y super collection is $9.99 on iTunes. Um, that's American uh, or U.S. currency. Uh, in pounds, that's $7.99. And in euros, that's $8.99. So those of you who would like to purchase that, that's how much it costs. And that's only for the X and uh, in yen. In Japan, the soundtrack will be released in a, as a four CD set, which is due out on... November 13th, which is actually the day I'm recording right now, is uh, 2,625 yen, roughly 26 bucks. So go and check that out if you want. So I'm actually going to write a blog about it over the weekend, um, talking a little bit more about it, and a little bit more in depth. So if you guys want to go ahead and check that out, pokedexradio.com, there's a blog section at the top or even a podcast section if you'd like to subscribe to the podcast um, on my website. If you haven't already, you can also subscribe to uh, through iTunes and if you do subscribe through iTunes, I would really love if you gave us a rating and a review, preferably a five-star rating and a nice positive review there on iTunes to bring us up in the iTunes rankings, which would be really, really cool. Um, I feel that since we're such a good, small community, a good, a pretty much tight-knit community, because I've gotten a lot of good emails, and I'm trying to be as you know positive and nice as I can with my emails to try to bring that community together, and hopefully on the forums there, everything can be you know nice and you know positive and clean and fun there you know i don't want like cursing going back and forth because this is a podcast about pokemon and pokemon is kind of um like a kid's thing if you want to put it that way i don't mean to be stepping on anybody's toes but i've been playing pokemon for 15 years now to me it's not a kid's thing but for other people especially if you're a parent or something like that you wouldn't want your kids going and seeing something like that i try to keep this as clean as possible so the forums are there if you want to sign up for it. The iTunes is there, pokedexradio.com slash iTunes to subscribe there. Um, if you're on Stitcher, if you can please give us a thumbs up on Stitcher as well, that would be cool to bring us up in the Stitcher rankings too. Um, try to be the best Pokemon podcast that we can be. Um, try to be the very best like no one ever was, right? So that is pretty much it for the podcast for today. Where's my music? All right. That's pretty much it for the podcast today, guys. 
Um, again, subscribe on iTunes if you haven't. Um, give us a good rating and a review there, preferably a five-star rating and a good, nice, positive, happy review uh, say, saying how much you love this podcast. Sign up for the forums. Again, you go to pokedexradio.com. Um, the login thing or the registration for the forums is always going to be on the sidebar, so no matter what page you're on, it's there. But the forums specifically are located pokedexradio.com slash forums. Uh, if you want to shop on Amazon for anything and help out the podcast, because I know a lot of you guys use Amazon for anything anyways, pokedexradio.com slash Amazon. Or if you'd like to use my specific Pokedex Radio store, go to pokedexradio.com slash store. Simple as that. Anything you can think of, really. iTunes slash iTunes. Amazon slash Amazon. The store slash store. Today's episode, 62 slash 62. Simple. So I try to keep it easy for you guys because sometimes you're just listening to the podcast. You don't want to go do other stuff. I just try to make it as easy as possible for you so you guys can check out more content from the Pokedex Radio. But that is it, trainers, for the Pokedex Radio podcast today. Again, my name is Austin, letting you know to live, laugh, and catch them all. And we'll see you guys next week. This podcast is a Flashlight Studios production, copyright 2013, Flashlight Studios. For more information, you can visit us at flashlight-studios.com. And thank you for listening.